Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 109 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so excited that you have decided to join us on the Path this week. We're continuing on in our series that we were doing here at Lafayette First called Person of Interest. Um, talking about how Jesus still very much matters in a world that says he doesn't. Um, and so this week we talked about the fact that, um, you know, a lot of people like to look at Jesus as just like this uh, ancient source of wisdom, like a, an ancient sage, if you will. Um, and so, um, Derek, maybe break down kind of what you talked about for a few minutes and then let's dig in on <clears throat> on how the wisdom that we find in Jesus is not just like any other wisdom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, so... Uh, we talked about um, the appropriate time. Jesus came at a specific mm-hmm. time, helping us to further solidify that idea that he's not just some ancient sage that caught kind of, you know, some kind of um, um, wind of excitement mm-hmm. and just, you know, accidentally became, you know, the most important person in human history. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like where he still talked about 2,000 years later. I mean, it, he's not just, you know, a Buddha or a Dalai Lama. He's not just some, you know, ancient um, uh, mythology. I mean, he's he was an actual person yeah. uh, that lived and walked and breathed, uh, certainly. But we understand that he came at the right time to accomplish the purpose of changing people's hearts and lives. Um, through his redemption and through his death on the cross and mm-hmm. his, um, his life, his death, and his resurrection. So um, <clears throat> we, we you know, are using this book, Person of Interest, to kind of help, you know, guide us as well um, in this. And so J. Warner Wallace, who, you know, is a, uh, was an atheist, uh, cold case detective, mm-hmm. he did some research on his own, um, Basically, trying to disprove Jesus, um, but yeah, it was it was precipitated by the fact that his wife came to faith right. in Christ, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of people that tried to do that, uh, he ended up following Christ, and yeah. these claims um, and these truths kind of validated themselves for him. So yeah. he just he the reason we we're talking about that because I kind of started out on Sunday with. Uh, his language of the fuse and the fallout, right? So mm-hmm. the fuses leading up to Jesus were were specific for a specific time and and perfect in their timing, yeah. As well, and that was our first point: is that the timing of Jesus arrive as a, his arrival is perfect. And so we talked about the communication fuse. You know, the fact that um, you know, um, you know the. Um, you know, the advancements in technology of language yeah. and how um, <clears throat> the language, you know, the, in the, that region there was a common language, you know, Koine mm-hmm. um, Greek, and it was used for trade and and everything. But it was also, you know, the alphabet had been developed and, like, had right. been there. So, so that had Jesus come even 100 years before that, right? It wouldn't have had the same effect. Yeah. You couldn't have gotten not the word just out. The, yeah, not just that they spoke that in ancient Israel, Palestine, but that was what was spoken across the known world. That's at the right. Time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you have the communication fuse. So you know this fuse leading up to this exact moment, right? Yeah. That's the idea. You have this uh, transportation fuse. You know, so all roads lead to Rome. Well, Rome, being the, the dominating powerhouse of the mm-hmm. day, 
and spreading into so many places, literally developed all these roads, yeah. right? And that we, you know, unless you've rode, um, you know, Epcot's um, um, <laughs> Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth mm-hmm. recently, you kind of forget how important that was to mm-hmm. technology and the advancement of so many things, yeah. right? Um, had Have you written that lately, you would understand, because they talk about that, and yeah. how it's kind of like the first interweb, you know, internet, like, it's yeah. just like, it made everything really <clears throat> advance quickly. Yeah. Well, that's true. Like, the gospel was literally being carried on these Roman roads by yeah. Jesus' followers, by Paul, by others, uh, to mm-hmm. carry the gospel after this. So that fuse, that transportation fuse, all these advancements led up to this perfect moment mm-hmm. for the spread of the gospel pretty quickly right. in those days. Um, the domin- uh, uh, domination fuse is, again, talking about Rome and how it became um, in such a uh, such you know, a powerhouse. But at the same time, there was this moment of Pax Romana, and mm-hmm. it was just intricately woven into this time in which Jesus came. Yeah. Right? It was perfect in that. And so all these fuses lead us to understand that Jesus isn't just another ancient sage that caught wind. Like, all these things led up to him perfectly to be there right. at that specific time. Um, we, we mentioned a couple others, and, you know, it's not imperative. It just helps us understand that importance of timing. Timing yeah. was perfect and helped solidify this idea that he is more than just an ancient, you know, uh, source of wisdom. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, so then... With with that kind of understanding there, that that um, with that knowing that all these technological, cultural, political aspects were all perfect, so then if the if the timing was perfect, what what's the other ingredient? Like, what what is it about Jesus that makes? Because I mean, it, let's play devil's advocate for just a second. Anybody could have fulfilled that role, right? If all the conditions are right. Um, what, couldn't someone argue? Well, anybody could have fulfilled that role. Sure, and and we'll get there yeah. in further weeks to kind of you know round it out more than that. Yes, that's true. The difference in Jesus, and that's kind of where we we camped out yeah. in John chapter two and John chapter seven, was Jesus even indicating in those moments that his time had not fully come, mm-hmm. right? But uh, so John chapter two, um, you know, he's it's the water to wine, right? It's, yeah. He's at the wedding of Canaan. He's just a guest. It's you know a relative, no doubt. Uh, they run out of the, you know they run out of wine. Uh, Jesus, uh, his mom is like, "Hey, you can do something about this. Why don't you go ahead and do it?" And he's like, "Well, my time hasn't fully come. Yeah. My time hasn't fully come to reveal that extra ingredient mm-hmm. that you speak of. This yeah. idea of I have come to change things. I have come to change ultimately people's hearts." Right. Now, he ends up changing the water to wine, changes the molecular structure of, mm-hmm. you know, H2O to, you know, whatever, you know, wine is. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. but he, he... We need a chemist in here. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kim should have been here for this episode. Yeah. But all that to say, he he changed that, you know, and foreshadowing, you know, the fact that, the you know, he would be the cup. Yeah. You know, his blood would be the cup that he said, you know, at the... Um, 
at the um, upper in the upper room uh, when he took the Passover meal with his disciples. Yeah. This cup is my blood, right? This mm-hmm. is the new covenant. It's my blood. It's you know my blood shed. So mm-hmm. this first miracle is this reminder of what he came to do, mm-hmm. which was to die to save our souls. Yeah. This is God Almighty humbling himself to this moment so that he can die for our sins, become the atonement for our sins, mm-hmm. and change us the same way he changed the water to wine. Yeah. Change our very hearts and give us life right. into, uh, uh, where we were once dead. So, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. A and lot I, more than just an ancient sage. Absolutely. And I, I think we, the thing that's awesome is that in the context of John, that's the first of the signs that he talks about, that John talks about, for to show that Jesus is more than just this person, right? Mm-hmm. That he is God come to save the world. Right. Um, and so uh, talk about for just a second how um, the the wisdom for living that we find in in Christ because there's lots of teachings about how that you see all through the gospels about how we are to live as his followers how it's it's not just wisdom that you listen to and go oh yeah that's a great idea mm-hmm. let me let me try that out well, t- tell us about the difference there like what is it about the wisdom that we find in Jesus that's different from just wisdom in the world yeah well i think we can go to like we did on sunday we can go to john chapter seven mm-hmm. where you know basically his his brothers are goading him yeah. in that way like okay well if you're this great thing mm-hmm. right why are you back here hiding when you could go to this festival where there's literally you know hundreds you know there's like a bunch a bunch of people yeah. and you could get on a platform that's right and say all the stuff that you're going to say so that they will follow you, but you're not doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus says to them, my time hasn't fully come. Yeah. And he says, when I get there, when I do that, people aren't going to like me. Yeah. Because people are not going to like me because I am going to tell them they got to get they get out of their evil ways. They yeah. got to leave their evil ways. They've got to right. leave their lives. Following Jesus is not a simple, well, I'll try a couple of these, you know, wise uh, things mm-hmm. that he said. I'll be kind to everyone. You know, sure. I'll, um, I'll um, you know, say some prayers and, you know, I'll try not to cuss or, I, you know, right. I, I want, you know, you know, I'll stop, you know, this habit or what, you know, I don't know, insert whatever, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's not what Jesus came to do. Yeah. Jesus came to literally rearrange our lives so that we can follow him and mm-hmm. be like him and devote ourselves to him. And when we do, what happens in John chapter 7, uh, I think it's in verse 23, 30, something like that, where he says, he gets up, he finally gets up, Yeah. right? Like his brother does go, go to the, him. He does go to the festival, yeah. Right, goes to the festival, ends up at the end of the festival, the last day of it, mm-hmm. he stands up and he says, if any of you is thirsty, come to me, and I will have living waters flow from you. Yeah. Right? So it's it's like, you're thirsty? I'm not just going to quench your thirst. I'm going to cause living waters to flow out of you. Yeah. Like, it's just this total, complete uh, rearranging of the expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, I'm not just going to... to to quench your thirst temporarily, right. I'm going to quench your thirst, but then I'm going to cause, um, through the Holy Spirit, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, and John gives us that insight, mm-hmm. but he says, I'm going to put the Holy Spirit in you and change your life completely. Yeah. 
Like I'm going to insert myself, my spirit into your lives so that you never have to live this way again. You don't have to thirst again. You don't have to want again. Mm -hmm. You don't have to live according to the ways of this world again. Like you don't just take wisdom, but your life is completely and totally changed and rearranged. Yeah. You know, and so, um, and that doesn't mean that we won't sin. It doesn't mean we won't struggle with certain things, but the motivation of our life is completely different. We follow Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and depend upon him for everything. Yeah. So. I think one, one of the things you touched on on <clears throat> Sunday um, that's really telling, I think, for us is that those same brothers who are goading him on, eventually, as we learn through the rest of the New Testament, they all eventually come to faith. Yes. They all eventually believe that he is who he yeah. says he was. And so maybe let's talk for just a second about how – you cannot, like there is no scenario where we come, we have an encounter with Jesus. We understand who Jesus is and we say, yeah, that's really neat. He sounds like he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. When we when we understand who Jesus was, as he's revealed in scripture, change is necessary mm-hmm. and and non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, you have to change. So maybe, maybe talk for that about that for just a second, about how that he... The, the very thing that Jesus was talking about there, he's, when he tells his brothers, he's like, when I go and share my message, they are not going to like it mm-hmm. because I'm going to ask them to completely yeah, change what they're doing. So, um, Lord, I call to you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Rock. Speak to us, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> what, yeah, so John John 7. Uh, yeah, help and help what us I, understand what he's talking about. What I'm about looking there. up is the actual words of one of Jesus' brothers, mm. which are Holy Scripture, right? Yeah. Yes, you, you, it is more than... It is more than yeah. you just add Jesus into your already existent life, right? right? And you say, well, you know, I'll, I'll try to be a good person. I, I'll do these kind of things. Yeah. No, it's completely different. Completely different, right? Right. Um, it is completely different because um, he wants to change our hearts and lives. He wants to take us out of what the word he uses to his brothers is wickedness and evil. He mm-hmm. uses that word. I, I, they're not going to like me because I'm going to tell them what they're doing in their life, though they think it's pretty good and it's okay, is actually evil and yeah. wicked and needs to be f- uh, fled from. Mm-hmm. They're not going to like me because of that. Yeah. Well, here you have these guys goading him. It wasn't the first time that they did that. Even they, you know, at one point they were, you know, at the front of the line trying to stone him to death. Yeah. You know, they're in, you know, uh, at, at one point. So, but we know that they were converted, right? James, the half brother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We say the half brother because his dad was different, right? Yeah. His like biological dad, because Jesus was born of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jude, the half brother of Jesus, mm-hmm. right, are here mocking him, goading him in this moment. And then the Lord completely changes their life. So they move right. from the idea of, hey, this is my bigger brother, right? Mm-hmm. To this is my Lord. Yeah. This is my Savior. This is my God, mm-hmm. right? My brother. I'm goading at one point. Eventually, my life changes so much that now I am fully devoted, fully following him, fully uh, com- dependent yeah. upon him. He's so, not just my brother anymore. No, yeah. listen. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. He didn't say the brother of Jesus, mm-hmm. a servant of Jesus. 
to those who are called loved by God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you, mm -hmm. right? So Jude goes from this moment of, hey, this is my brother, and hey, brother, go out there and tell them all the yeah. stuff that you're going to do, right? Why yeah. are you back here hiding? To this moment of, he is my, I'm his servant. Yeah. He's my Lord, right? He's my Savior. He's the mm -hmm. one I am following, and I encourage you to do the same. Yeah. His whole life completely rearranged and changed. The same is true of James as well. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. You you did the exact same thing I was going to do, where James, in the beginning of his letter, he says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at that. Yeah. You know, their lives <laughs> completely were changed, yeah. and that's what Jesus does. Right. For you and me. He doesn't want you just to be a better person. Right. He doesn't want you just to be more wise and more, um, you know, um, righteous yeah. in, in, in the sense of your own personal righteousness. He didn't come to... Um, um, you know, to uh, go, you know, to, you know, coddle you and just right. say, well, you know, come on, you can just do it. You know, mm -hmm. it'll be okay. You just, you know, work harder. No, he's like, I came to completely change your life. Yeah. To yeah. completely make you a different person. To take the dead heart in your chest mm -hmm. and give life to it and make it uh, pump blood again and breathe again and mm -hmm. live yeah. Again. So that's, yeah, it's 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 more than just following the wisdom. It's fully depending on him to change us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so not, not just was Jesus an ancient sage. <laughs> we could look at him as the ancient sage, mm -hmm. if you want to use those words. But, but it's more than that. That's even understating it, mm -hmm. that... Um, we cannot just look at Jesus as a good man. He yeah. is the God of the universe. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's something that we, I think that that's one of those things that we know as followers of Christ in the back of our mind, but that needs to be at the very front of mm -hmm. our mind, that mm -hmm. he is God. Yeah. He's not just some guy who came and walked on the earth. He is God. And, um, and that's evidenced by his brothers and by the rest of Scripture that, that testifies to that same fact. Well, and we... We don't just need Jesus for salvation either. Oh, absolutely. I think that's something that's happened in, you know, Baptist churches particularly mm -hmm. for the past several decades is that, you know, we we like preach the gospel, we get people saved. No, I don't just need Jesus to get saved mm -hmm. and get my get out of hell free card, so right. to speak, to use a, 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 a common uh, yeah. preacher uh, idea, um, of, you know, something people say. I need him for every step of that I take as yeah. a Christian. Yeah. I, I need him for every moment of my Christian life following that. Mm -hmm. I need him for every facet of every possible thing that I could ever do. I need him. Yeah. I need him to be a good pastor. I need him to be a good dad. I need him to be a good husband. I need him in my life to help me think do things I couldn't do on my own. Right. I need him to help me to accomplish uh, things that without him I couldn't I I'd be lost I wouldn't have any hope. Yeah, I need him for every possible thing that I could ever do in my life to be worthwhile. I need him intricately involved in my life and helping mm -hmm. me walk, changing me every moment. Yeah, it's not just a matter of I need to walk an aisle, pray a prayer, and you know check off. You know I did that now I can do live my life. 
No, I need him to live every aspect of my life. I need Jesus to help me uh, help me overcome the enemy in my mm-hmm. life, overcome the devil in my life, overcome temptation in my life. I need yeah. Jesus every moment of every day. And um, and that's, you know, that's something that we should practice in our life is calling on him every day and saying, Lord, I need you. Yeah. Lord, your mercies are new every morning. I need him today. I need you today to walk in my life so I don't walk in my own strength, but I walk in you. I need you every single moment of this day. Will you help yeah. me? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's so true. And I think a great way to kind of summarize that is that our lives are tangled up and tied up in Jesus. It's not that we have our life and we decide to add Jesus onto the side of that. Mm-hmm. It's our life is in Christ. Yes. And um and it's we we need him every step of the way. It's mm-hmm. not it's not an addendum to what you think no. is already a good life. It it is life. What you th- what we think is life apart from Christ is not living. Mm-hmm. That's the way of death. Mm-hmm. What we need is life in Christ, and that's what's going to get us um, through every day that we live here on Absolutely. this planet. So. Absolutely. Great stuff. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. How How is this impacting you? What What things are is Jesus kind of boiling up to the surface that we need to think about? And we'd love to help you talk through those things and think through those things to help you be a, fo- a closer follower of Christ. This is not just an activity, an academic activity. This is something for us to do so that we and you can be closer to Christ on the other side of it. That's what this is for. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on the YouTube video. But please, let's start the discussion. Let's sharpen one another. Let's disciple one another. Let's point each other back towards Christ uh, to remind ourselves of how incredible our God is. Well, and what questions do you have too? Send those yep. to that email address as well. We'd love to try to answer any of those. We can even answer them here in mm-hmm. uh, on these podcasts. So let us know what questions you have about Jesus, about, you know, um, um, you know, proof and validity of him being mm-hmm. so important still um, and uh, even when the world says he's not. We'd love to try to tackle that. We may not have all the answers, but we can try the That's best right. we can to tackle those questions you may have to. So let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to help you as you walk with the Lord. Well, until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path.